the history of our country is about people who belong on land that is theirs by ancestral heritage and by right being moved out of those spaces. And it's still it's still ongoing. Like that that subject hasn't died. So that's why I wanted to tell the story. African Storyteller is the podcast that showcases the storytellers behind Africa's leading broadcast productions. From film and TV to sports and the arts, join us as we go behind the scenes to tell the stories of these content creators. The National Arts Festival is currently underway in Makanda, previously known as Grahamstown. In this minisode of African Storyteller, we speak to Amy Jefter, award-winning playwright of Ellen Pakis, and now more recently, Trackers. She tells us about the inspiration behind All Who Pass, the theatre performance written by Amy and directed by Juanita Adams at this year's ArtsFest. Amy, you have so many roles in your life, but you describe yourself as a story weaver and you've brought All Who Pass to the National Arts Festival. So I want you to tell us a bit more about the show, but I mean, in essence, it's a show about a family who gets evicted from District 6, high-level summary. I want you to tell us a bit about the show, but I also want you to tell us about this. There's a sentiment of... Haven't we moved on from here mm-hmm, yet? Mm-hmm. Hasn't this been so long ago and isn't it time for us to move on? Mm-hmm. So I want I want you to tell us why you think this is still a story that needs to be told in 2019. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a part of me was also, um, I wrestled for a long time what the subject matter was going to be because I kind of wanted to obviously use this platform to talk about something that was um, important to me and that felt relevant and a, a lot of my... Um, theatre making is to do with telling relevant stories, stories that feel urgent now Um, and I think land restitution in South Africa is such a a weighted issue Um, and it's obviously always told through like a macro political lens Um, and here I wanted to tell a story that felt um, like it was in our history so there was some distance and objectivity to the story that we could tell um, but that still had resonances in the present Um, and I think the lasting legacy especially in Cape Town of the Group Areas Act um, has a continued effect on my family's present and had a big effect on my family's past um, and has an effect on um, a lot of South African citizens like geographically Cape Town is still um, divided it's still a city steeped in spatial apartheid it's visible in the lives that people lead the fact that you have to migrate every day to get from the Cape Flats to your job is a direct result of the legacy of the Group Areas Act. The fact that um, townships um, were built as these dormitories to basically, you know, um, of, of and, and it's places where people, South Africans, are, black South Africans especially, are still living in dire circumstances as a direct result of something that um, a law that was passed in 1965 um, and yet still Cape Town is also still a contested space like there's been the Bromwell Street, the gentrification of Woodstock, the um, gentrification of the Boer where Cape Malay people are again being forcibly evicted. The history of our country is about people who belong on land that is theirs by ancestral heritage and by right being moved out of those spaces and it's still it's still ongoing like that that subject hasn't died so that's why I wanted to tell the story because as long as 
it's still happening. The story still lives on. Yeah, the story still needs to be told. And what I really want to do is focus on the humans behind those um, that kind of displacement. I didn't want to tell a, a big political mouthpiece soapbox story. I wanted to focus at on a family at the center of being affected by by what it means to be evicted and moved away from land that was yours. Um, what it means to get that land back so many years later, all the kind of, um, yeah, what it means to come back to something that you were disinherited from. Um, yeah. How How was this story different for you? I mean, I know I've read that you said that it was, it was personal for you mm. to some extent. How was this story different for you and how was this journey as the producer, the writer, the one who's brought the story to Arts Festival, how has that journey been different for you? I think, I mean, I'm I'm used to making theatre on the fringe. So I've had a long history with um, the National Arts Festival, um, coming here first as a student and then as a kind of indie theatre maker. And so now to be able to do this on the main stage, it just feels like a, a step up and like a privilege. But it's still been extremely challenging. Like, um, it's been a having to be a, both a producer and a playwright. Thankfully, I'm not the director. The play is in the hands of an incredible director, Gunita Adams, um, but still having to wear many hats. But I think that's also just a consequence of being a theatre maker in South Africa. Like you do have to be everything um, to get your work realised. Listen to the full episode of African Storyteller behind the scenes at the National Arts Festival later this week. Subscribe to our SoundCloud or IONO channels to receive updates on minisodes and more episodes. The African Storyteller Podcast is sponsored by MultiChoice, proud partner of the National Arts Festival.